This is Shane Gibson with the Closing Bigger Sales Podcast. And today's sales podcast is a part three with Fred Shadian, who is a peak performance specialist, uh, a record holder in a couple of martial arts, uh, as well as a good friend and mentor of mine. And today's podcast, of course, is part of also a blogathon, a 24-hour podcasting and blogging marathon. I'm staying up with a dozen other bloggers here in the Vancouver area for charity. We're blogging every half an hour. And that's 48 entries in 24 hours. And I'm now it's 11.26 a.m. And I started at 10 p.m. last night. So we're the foundation that we're raising money for is called the MSMF Society. We're building a school in India. Those of you who are listening to this on July 26, 2008, please visit ClosingBigger.net and log in your pledges or at least make some comments on the blog of encouragement for us. So, Fred, thanks a lot for coming today. Absolutely. Congratulations for um, keeping the flow going, buddy. Absolutely. And uh, look, what we're going to talk with, about with Fred for this last part of this three-part program, and I'm sure we're going to have you on again because we've got so much to talk about, is we're going to talk about failure and what it really is. In addition to that, a different type of failure, why people fail to follow through on goals they say are really important to them, capable people of achieving those goals. So let's talk about failure first, Fred. Excellent. Well, failure is an interesting word because to me, failure is a feedback loop. And when we could look at failure in two different ways, we could look at it in like, oh my God, I can do this, oh, I'm this or that, or the self-talk of beating yourself up. I don't want to do this again because I did it once, you know. So that's one part of failure. You know, you see that over and over again. And you say, oh, I don't want to get into that business or I don't want to do that sport because I tried it once and it didn't work. It's like saying, oh, uh, my child tried to walk once and it didn't work, so we're just going to let him crawl for the rest of his life. Well, that's not going to happen. We're going to keep working and assisting our child till he's, he or she is able to walk because it's feedback. And just out of the feedback we learned as kids, as children, that, hey, yeah, that's going to hurt to learn how to walk, but eventually we'll learn how to walk. We learned how to run. We learned how to bike. We learned how to drive. All skills we never knew we were able to do, but with the right strategy, we were able to do. So when people or individuals or myself, for example, I start applying that principle is failure is a beautiful feedback instead of, oh, I'm this, I'm this, I'm that. So when you look at failure as a feedback loop, automatically tells you what worked, what didn't, what do I need to do to make it work. So that's the first part. You know, as the old um, acronym, the fear of doing something is false evidence appearing real. And so a lot of times individuals will have this fear of doing something, but they don't know what it is because and when they do it, and that's why I love teaching firewalking for years or breaking boards or bending rebar with our throat and stuff because I was, my goal was like, how did you feel before you firewalked? What are the emotions you're experiencing? What happened after the firewalk? And about 50% of the people, Shane, and you were, you were at many of the firewalks, they would all say, oh, firewalking is not a big deal. It was a piece of cake. No, And they negated the experience they were experiencing before they firewalked. And I know you and I and many other good friends of ours remembered the feeling we had about firewalking. And then when we did firewalk, we celebrated our success. And then we had a metaphor that we always said, if I could firewalk, I can do anything. Because it had that, you know, 
we saw the fear or we experienced the failure and we said, thank you, now we're going to do it the correct way. So that's the first part of the question. The second one is the follow-through. One of the biggest ones is people don't set enough, a big enough goal. Or my favorite saying by Jim J. you know, I remember when you introduced me to him when we had lunch together, he said, there's no unrealistic goals, only unrealistic expectations. And that was stuck in my mind, I think it was 15 years ago or 14 years ago, because it's very easy to set unrealistic goals. You know, to me, it, the infinite possibility, anything can happen at any given time. And so I accept that, and a lot of amazing things that happen to me in that aspect. At the same time, when I set goals, I want to make sure two things I want to keep in mind. When I want to set a goal to become a black belt, but the first and most important thing, how do I get to white belt, yellow belt, green belt, blue belt, brown belt, black belt? So there's little increments of success, little plateaus, if you want to use that also. We have to take those little increments of success to get us to where we're going. Because after teaching for so many years, almost over, almost over 20 years now of teaching martial arts of different individuals from uh, children to seniors and everything in between, I noticed the people that were continuously succeeding are the people that kind of stayed in contact with martial arts, whether it was me or another teacher. They kept moving forward no matter what. Some took them a little bit longer. Some took them a little bit faster. But the most important, they were enjoying the process. And as they set those goals, they have to have a more, the goal has to be bigger than yourself, first of all. And second of all, you've got to always think of the end result. Where do you want to go? What's the end result you want? You've got to create a big enough reason for accomplishing that. And then the how comes in, how do I get there? If I want to drive across Canada and I want to drive all the way to St. John, Newfoundland, well, how do I get there? I have to take the first step. I've got to get the right car that I could drive across Canada. The second one, i got to get a map to get on the Trans-Canada Highway that will keep me on that highway all the way there. Uh, when do I need to take a break? When do I need to fill up? Just because I get a flat tire doesn't mean, oh, I'm not supposed to do this. You know, I've seen that all the time. People say, oh, maybe I'm not meant to do this. Well, it's just a flat tire. Just, you know, just fix the tire. <laughs> or you ran out of gas, you know, you, you're going to run out of gas, so that's why you got to fill up again. And that's what we talked about the earlier, Paul, is to be able to rejuvenate yourself, energize yourself, and move forward. So have the end, end result in mind at all times as you take the baby steps to get you there. Excellent, Fred. Well, look, this has been a very powerful three podcasts. I think our, our listeners are going to enjoy it. Uh, I know one thing that uh, I'm going to remember to mention here, I didn't mention the last two podcasts, but you do have an event coming up here in Vancouver, August 16th and 17th, 2008, I believe it is, Fred? Yes, it is. Yeah, this is um, uh, Saturday, August 16th, and Sunday, August 17th. And uh, basically what we're going to do is we're going to go through a whole chart of what it is you want in your life and how to get there. So we have like maps that we're going to be working on, strategies, physical breakthroughs. Uh, we're going to be doing some meditations to get you into your center. We're going to do some exercise to get you out of your center. We're going to teach you how to get back into your center in 30 seconds or less. Uh, we're going to uh, work on specific visualization techniques. And we're in an awakening that hero within uh, is, is basically what the – and then how to – when you 
get into a plateau, knowing you're in a plateau and how to move through the plateau into momentum and creating that momentum in your life in every aspect of your life, whether it be in a relationship, financial, physical, whatever it may be, spiritual. You want to be able to coordinate all that as one dynamic and move forward and allow all doors to open. Great, Fred. Well, look, um, you know, I just learned about this today from you, and uh, otherwise I would have had it posted up on the blog as an event. But those of you who are listening can visit closingbigger.net, go to contact us, send myself an email or give me a quick call, and I'll give you information on Fred's event coming up. Uh, my email address is shane, S-H-A-N-E, at kbitraining.com. Once again, Fred, thank you so much for spending the time with me on the phone today. And for You're those welcome. of you, yeah, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. And uh, in addition to that, those of you who are listening, once again, this is a 24-hour blogathon. If you're listening to this on July 26, 2008, visit closingbigger.net, make a pledge, give us some kind words, ask us a question, help us out with some content. It's all greatly appreciated. Once again, Fred, thanks a lot. Thank you.